to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Hello. Sorry it's been a bit for everybody. Yeah, I've been I've been a bit under the weather. Mm. It's also been holiday and family and all the rest. I'm trying to wipe some smear off my glasses. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? It was okay. I went to my in-laws. Um, and then on that, so that's Thursday's activity. And on Saturday, we go to my mother's uh, so we don't have to travel to more than one house in one day because Thanksgiving's not a real holiday. That's right. <laughs> but not a real holiday. So doing it, having turkey on Saturday instead of Thursday is just fine. <laughs> it is a real holiday because you get off on the Thursday so you can spend with your family. Mm-hmm. I get off Thursday because the government issued a national holiday on that Thursday. I personally take Friday off. Well, there you go. So it's a holiday. It's not a real holiday. What are you celebrating? You're celebrating eating food, eating <laughs> carbs, eat, eating carbs and giving thanks. Then every weekend's a holiday for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, do you, but do you eat turkey every weekend? No, but I'll tell you what. You know how at grocery stores you get the free turkey or the free ham? Yeah, if you have to, if you have, I think you have to spend a certain amount though. Yeah, four hundred dollars easily met. If you eat healthy, <laughs> you'll easily meet it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was a little touch and go this year because we've switched to buying a lot of uh, things at Aldi that mm-hmm. less expensive and better. So we had. Um, I mean, we made it. Let's not get out of hand. We eat fresh produce, and that itself will cost a lot. Uh, but not this week, because I went to the, the Chinese uh, fruit and vegetable market in Queens. There's more than one, guys. There's one, like, everywhere, like, every couple of blocks. Which one did you go to, like, the, in, like, Jackson Heights or? Uh, Whitestone. It's called Raspberry. Whitestone? Raspberry Farm. I know that place, because oh. I live not too far from, I, I work not too far from Whitestone. Mm. It's the best. Oh, my gosh. They have to be growing their leeks. This, I'm welcome to vegetable talk. Uh, their leeks are so huge. And yeah. they never dirt in them. So they're, high, they're obviously growing them in like a hydro farm, which is, I don't know, who cares? What am I, Amish? That's fine. I'll take it. I don't want to clean leeks. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> right? <laughs> but like in a regular leek at the grocery store, you get like, what, like maybe four or five inches of leek that you can use because mm-hmm. the rest is leaf. This yeah. is like... A straight up foot of leak. Yeah, it's mostly leak. It's all leak. It is awesome. And if people aren't eating leeks and you're missing out, it's like onions light. It's like all the flavor and fun of an onion without without the crying. It's all the all the flavor of an onion, all the like all the you know deliciousness of an onion without the crying. Mm-hmm. Oh, so speaking now we're gonna talk about cooking for a little bit. Mm. Maybe we're not. We're still talking about vegetables. Anyway, go to the Chinese markets if you have them near you and get uh, fresh vegetables. They're better than the grocery store. And frogs, if you like frogs. Oh, do they have frogs? The one the one I went to had like live frogs in like a bucket. Terrific. I go to H Mart sometimes if I'm not in Queens. Like if I'm out mm-hmm. in the sticks, an H Mart will uh, crop up. And I'm like, well, good enough. Because that's where I get eel for sushi. Okay. When I make sushi, though, I can't. I don't know how they make them so small. Whenever I make them, they're like the size of my fist. The biggest yeah. sushi you've ever seen. 
Yeah. Uh, the last time I went there to buy like any kind of meat was I went to get duck for th- for one of Thanksgiving. It's like a couple of years ago. Mm. I think it was uh, 2017, 2018. Instead of turkey, we had a duck for Thanksgiving. That's terrific. Yeah. Uh, nope. The guy that they're talking about in Stargate for this episode is the guy in spring. <laughs> So that's not helpful. What's the opposite no. of fall holidays? Spring holidays? Spring holidays. <laughs> Easter. No, I think Frere takes part in Easter. <laughs> we watched season five, episode five, Red Sky of Stargate SG-1. And here we go. Um, SG-1 pops out a bit rough. Like they tumble out of the Stargate when they arrive to the new planet. Yeah, it's like the first time they ever they ever travels by Stargate. Yeah, weird. Uh, and Daniel sees some Asgard writing. They're like, "That's nice." And then a guy comes along, Malicus, I guess is his name. No. Yes. No. No. The other guy. I forgot the other yeah. guy. I didn't write it down because like he was just friendly guy. And he's like, "Oh, friends of Rare." And I'm like, "Oh, that's a wild assumption." I mean, not that Malicus, who is the guy who hates the elves. That is SG-1 and calls them harbingers of doom. Yes. That man is dramatic. Yeah. He's he's that other he's that guy. You ever seen uh, Contact? Yeah. Yeah, he's that other guy. <laughs> he's 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 Jake Busey. Oh my god, Jake Busey. Stop it. <laughs> this guy is a lot to put up with, but that's the cold open. Um one guy who's like, oh, you must be friends of Frere, which is, I mean, they don't know. So maybe the assumption is friends of Frere, but like, based on what I know about Earth, they're Christian missionaries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm probably not, though. <laughs> uh, but Harbingers of Doom's a bit rough. <laughs> That's true. Uh some kind of shield is like glimmering red in the sky and it's dimming. So I, I don't think it's a shield. I think it's the special effect after watching through the whole episode. I thought they had one of those shields like from season one, maybe question marks. Oh, the, uh, the dome shield to protect them from the sun. Right. I thought it was one of those and, and SG-1 like broke it or whatever. Or it was breaking and SG-1 turned up and they were like, let's blame them for it. I mean, it, it it's I mean, it's not um, it's not uncommon. They usually break stuff. No. So I'm like, oh, they seem responsible for this. Um, but this is new, new to the village. So they're going to pray, pray to Freya for forgiveness. Yeah. Which is weird. You know what's weird? I mean, historically, we don't know how the the Norse were like really worshipped in that way, like how their prayers worked or rituals or anything because we have like two books existing where everything else was either either completely destroyed or they just told you about it and that was it and you were supposed to just retain that information oh yeah so there's really there only like two one or two books about like their prayer rituals and stuff uh, nothing about their prayer rituals just their stories oh so it's all oral it's all orally handed down i guess or it got destroyed which is what happened to the celts they wrote everything down, but then, you know, you know what happens. Christian missionaries. <laughs> yeah. They are the harbingers of doom, maybe. Maybe he's not being dramatic. Small. You're going to give us smallpox. 
they like we chased the snakes out of Ireland. Well, did you then? Do you mean people? Do you mean you killed a lot of people and burnt their books? It's nice. Thank you. No, 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 no. We meant snakes. Yeah. <laughs> very good. So them praying like in a, a Christian, it looks like they're playing, praying in a very Christian way. Um, but maybe that is what they did. Maybe that's how they used to worship those gods. And then, you know. In a church? That's Christian? In a temple. No, in a, in a regular oh. temple that was dedicated to prayer, they might have done like regular praying. And then when early Christians get eye of that, they're like, ooh, ooh, us too. Also, we'll take that holiday off your hands. Thanks. Yeah, because we don't have much of a religion at this point. <laughs> so maybe they are right about that. So that's interesting. That's a that's always an interesting thing to me, like how that stuff is portrayed. Yeah, so it looks a little Catholic. Hmm. What came first? Yeah. You know? The frere prayer or frere prayer. Yes. Frere prayer. Nice. Oh my god, I'm passing that along to any heathens I know. <laughs> Malachus says he can draw and quarter the elves by night. That is a promise he is making. And he's like, bro, they just got here. I'm like, wow, that's real extreme. Maybe he's the missionary because that sounds like a familiar practice of uh, some somebody you would never expect. Who would you never expect? <laughs> the Spanish Inquisition. You got it. Okay. <laughs> Jack tries to talk them down about Ragnarok since Malachus thinks they're bringing around Ragnarok. Uh, and Daniel's like, I don't think that's such a good idea. Daniel is a real mixed bag in this episode, I feel like. Yeah, he is, right? Sometimes I feel like all I'm doing is a character study on Daniel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes he wants to get in the middle of it, and sometimes he doesn't. And it doesn't seem to have like any rhyme or reason on which way he's going to come down on that. I think he's a bit conflicted. Like, yeah, some days he's like a uh, prime directive and other days he's like, uh, we got to we got to ruffle some feathers. Here. Yeah. Like in a couple episodes. Oh, no. I'm not definitely like in a, Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying in a couple I've been under the weather, so I've been watching a couple episodes. It's like, yeah, screw the prime directive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's probably going to get into it. If it is in his interest, he will get in, in it. Sam says it's their fault by passing by bypassing dialing protocols, the wormhole went like through their sun and killed the sun. <laughs> no, poisoned the sun. Uh, okay. And then, and is killing the planet. Yeah. So it is their fault. It is 100% their fault. But I love Frere. So, like, I wish Frere, the, the uh, Asgard, showed up more often because, like, Thor's really amicable and likes Jack a lot. And yeah. Frere is like, eat shit, guys. <laughs> right. Fur like, no, I, I can't help you guys because oh well. Uh so they dial up Frere. And right, you're right. He says uh they can't he can't help every time they mess up. Like, I mean, we we interfere, but we don't mess up sons. Like, uh you can't just call us every time you screw up, which is what you do, which is what we're not here for. And you majorly and, and you majorly screwed up. <laughs> Yeah, and Jack's like, it's Thor around, and Rare's like, no. <laughs> no, it's me today. It's only me, me forever. Yeah. Why do you want Thor? Thor has nothing to do with this. Thor might like you more, but no, alas. Frere agrees to, that Jack can meet with the High Council uh, because he's like, well, I know you don't believe me, so here's the High Council to also tell you no. Here's the manager to tell you the same thing. <laughs> Jack, let <laughs> I speak to your manager. <laughs> 
Um, oh my god, Jack. They say helping with the sun would open all planets to gold attack, including Earth, because they're under their protection as so long as they don't interfere with like what's going on on the planet. Like they can't like jump down there and be like, hey everybody, don't worry about it. Uh you won't starve. Which is a really dumb deal to begin with. Yeah, it is. Well, I guess I mean, is it though? Because then the gold can't go down there and just be like, I'm your god and I'm gonna harvest you all. Yeah, but they're the Asgard. They can pretty much harvest the gould if they wanted to. I guess so. Yeah, it's weird that they don't bother with them in that way. Or maybe they're so advanced, they're like, whatever. It's like being mad that bears eat people sometimes. What are you going to do? <laughs> a lot. Don't antagonize bears. <laughs> True. Because, I, I mean, when you're that advanced, I guess you really don't give a, give a toss about it, much of it. Especially when you got like replicators all over, you can't reproduce sexually. You just a problem. I, mean, I guess, I, yeah, I guess they're so advanced. It's like ants telling other, talking about other ants about how bad they are. <laughs> so like Asgard's wake up every day and they're like problems, 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 problems. <laughs> and then Jack's like, we got a problem. <laughs> like problems. Oh, uh, really? We got another problem? <laughs> Jack offers to not tell anyone. If the Asgard helps them. <laughs> right? And Jack's like, we'll just do it alone then. And they're like, oh, okay. Good. It's like, all right, buddy. All right, you, you go ahead with your little pointy with your little pointy sticks. <laughs> but of course, like the whole time, like I guess that he was with the Asgard, Sam had come up with an idea. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna build a rocket with super heavy elements and shoot it into the sun, <laughs> which is a very sunshine. If you know that Danny Boyle movie, it's a terrific, mm-hmm. terrific movie. You mean the movie where, oh, it's all human error, and then it just turned into a monster movie for some reason? Uh, no. That's a that's that's sunshine. No, they go and they reignite the sun. Yeah, and then because of human error, they mess up, and then. But then they don't mess up. Spoilers, well, everyone. Well, they I know they don't mess up, but you know it turns into a monster movie too, as like in the, in the third act. Oh sure. Well, I guess so. I loved it. No, I, I, I liked it. I liked it. Just the third act fell a little bit, you know, it's like, oh, it's another monster movie. Are you just remembering uh, Event Horizon? No! Because that movie scared me for years. It didn't really scare me. It just like, oh, this is interesting. So it was so scary to me. Oh, wow. I was absolutely terrified. Sam Neill did such a good performance. My goodness. Yeah, Sam, Sam Neill was a bit disturbing. <laughs> I'm going to go out of frame a second. Hang on. Uh, discuss. Yeah. So, yes, Sam Neill was a bit um, disturbing, especially when, like, he uh, took his eyes out. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like, how do you claw your own eyes out? Like, what are you seeing that's so horrible? that it's like, I have to rip my own eyes out. Well, it was hell in the end, I guess. Or like, oh, no. Hang on again. It was that wasn't hell. It was a hell dimension, and hell's not in space. <laughs> I think I'm running out of heat in my van. That's pretty disappointing. I hope I have another can. Of, oh, I have a big canister. Oh, okay. I didn't want to have to go through that trouble. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what I wind up with. Oh, there it went. It's over. <laughs> it's over for my heater. Uh oh. That's right. I'll uh in between. Uh, I'll grab the the bigger canister. It's, what do you have? What do you have? Like a propane canister or a butane? I have a one pound propane canister on a 
a buddy heater in my van. Okay. Because <sighs> van chat, there's a leak in the antifreeze, and we don't want to run the engine to overheat the engine. So the engine's off, but I just ran out of fuel in my one pounder. Do you know what caused the leak, or you don't know? Old age, honestly. Mm. <laughs> old, old age. It's a ninety-five, you know. Oh. Nice. You know, that's what happens to you sometimes. But I record out in the van, in the camper, because Michael didn't get home. Husband doesn't get home until like four in the morning from this wild wedding. Oh, that's cool. Not, not to an old man, it's not. Well, <laughs> not I mean, cool at all. <laughs> so I come out here so he doesn't have to hear me laughing and recording and like being a loud person. So I just record in the camper. Yay. Everybody, thanks for coming on that journey. That's cool. <laughs> Sam, oh, so Sam goes to tell Hammond about the rocket plan. And he's like, I can't just give up the greatest, latest and greatest in rockets. It's like, do you know how he's like, do you know how much rockets cost? <laughs> uh, she's like, yeah, whatever. Give me that rocket. And Hammond's like, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> rocket. Um, Malachus is being very hostile towards everyone. And uh, Sam says the heavy element was harder to come by than than the rocket that's because big daddy hammond was like okay all right uh and then while they're putting it together on the other planet it blows up and yeah well you missed the part where uh where um she gets the element and she names it after the guy that invented it yeah that was sweet and he's just i always love these these those moments when they see the stargate for the first time and they're like oh my god and he had an element named after him. Um, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, <laughs> and I got to put like a pin in a couple of ideas I want to talk about. Malchus uh, blew up the rocket and Jack 100% threatens to kill him. Oh, yeah. He flips the hell out. He's like, oh, no, sir. He's like, no, you're all going to die now. I don't care. I know. He's real cold. And that's okay, I guess. Um I mean, I could sense the, fr- I could understand the frustration. Yeah, it's a little frustrating. More than a little, probably. Mm-hmm. But he stopped from killing him, and Jack's like, well, let's just leave. And that's it. They they signed their own death warrant because uh, we're the harbingers of death, and they really wanted mm. that to be true, so they made it true. And Daniel's, but all of a sudden, Daniel's like, no, we have to, like, you know, tell them. We have to give them the choice. In the beginning of the episode, Daniel's like, don't tell them that gods aren't real. And now he's like, hey, if we pr- pray a little harder or something. Uh, what? The gods might hear us. Um, Daniel's like, we can we can move them to another planet. And won't that be great? Uh, the people reject this, of course. They're like, uh, nah, nay, sir, nay. And Jack's like, fine, I'll just tell them all they're false gods. Daniel's like, don't do it. He's like, I'm going to do it. And does it. <laughs> That went over like a fart and Frere's church. Yep. <laughs> um, the backup plan that Sam had, the one in a million plan, oh, Sam, is to wormhole the heavy metal through the sun and stop it at exactly the right time, like cut the power so that it deposits and rematerializes the heavy element in the middle of the sun. That's a lot of math. Right. That's a lot of math. He's like, ah, it seems not possible. 
but I'm I'm Sam, so I can do it. I'm going to manage it. Um, Daniel tries to convince them to relocate one more time with while praying to Freya. I'm like, boy, ever the optimist, this one. Uh, Sam doesn't think it worked. He's like, she's like, ah, damn, we missed, man. Ah, bummer or whatever. But then it turns out it worked all along because even though they missed, it was the Asgard were allowed to like nudge it in the right direction. And that doesn't count as interference somehow. Well, we don't know that. They uh, think that. They nudged it. Sam knows <laughs> when, her, when she scienced as hard as she could science and it didn't work. And she knows that. She's like, mm, that didn't work. And then it turns well, out that it did. Well, maybe it's a miracle. Maybe it's faith. <laughs> it was definitely Frere. And he definitely <laughs> did that. Frere's like, all right, fine. Whatever. Not the god of spring, just a little gray man. <laughs> <laughs> a little gray curmudgeon. <laughs> um, what do you rate this episode? Um, let's see. So the Asgard, I give it a three. I gave it two and a half. Um, it clipped along just fine. Uh, but I never like it too much when, like, Jack's terribly negative and, like, Daniel's overly <laughs> first, like, uh, prime director. In, like into fairy? Into fairy? Not enough Teal'c, you know. More Teal'c. Yeah, Teal'c yeah, didn't say much. More Teal'c. More Teal'c. That's what we need. Teal'c was just like, oh, is this what we're doing now? Okay. I watched the promo for next week, which I thought was for last week. Um where it is uh, Janet, Sam and Janet's child has puberty magic. Okay, I was going to say the same thing too. <laughs> she, she's becoming a woman. Aw, she's a woman now. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I knew a song, but like, I don't. Maybe Bye Bye Birdie. But I can't sing it off the top of my head. And nobody would want that anyway. It's not good. Hello, God, it's me, Cassandra. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Got anything you want to plug? Uh, no, not not this week. Okay. I'm just I'm just recovering from my, you know, bad cold slash not COVID. Mm. I'm going to plug get your COVID boosters. Go to the state sites. There's no no must, no fuss, no waiting usually. But uh, corporate. There seems to be a bit of a wait. You can listen to my other podcast, Last God Standing, on Last God Pod on Twitter. And we're also on Podbean there. So lastgodstanding.podbean.com. You can listen to this podcast at zpmstargate.podbean.com. And we're at zpmstargate and the Twitters and everywhere else. Now send us an email, send us a tweet. We're at Gmail. And Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.